The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Hallelujah. We thank God for another crossover weekend. Um, we are wrapping up the crossover services today. We had such a glorious time in the vigil on Friday. And we trust God that everything he has packaged for us to have this season, none of us will miss out on any part in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Today is Communion Sunday, so as usual, we'll be partaking of the body and the blood of Jesus as a family. Praise the Lord. And we've themed this service, His Blood, Our Victory. Through the blood of Jesus, we have victory already. Praise the Lord. And through that same blood, we can experience victory. It's one thing to have it, another thing to experience it. They are two different things. Praise the Lord. Um, we don't have to debate whether you have it. If you are born again, you are victorious. And that's where we want to start our teaching from this morning. Through the blood of Jesus, the believer is an overcomer. Praise the Lord. Say with me, I'm already an overcomer. I can't hear you. I'm already an overcomer. In every aspect of my life. Now, say that reflecting on the areas of your life where you seem not to be overcoming. You already are an overcomer. You are a victor already in that area. You are triumphant already in that area. You are more than a conqueror already in that area. Through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, through his blood. Praise the Lord. What we may talk about or teach about or discuss about is how you can now start overcoming as in manifesting the victory. That's all we need to discuss. Because like we all know, not every Christian is manifesting victory in every area of their lives. But that doesn't change the fact that you already have the victory. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Praise the Lord. And you need to know the difference between having the victory and manifesting the victory. I use this simple analogy every time. It's like having a car and driving and using the car. There are two different things. It's possible to have a car and not be driving and using the car. If you don't know how to use the car, if you don't know how to drive, if you don't maintain the car very well. Yes, you have a car quite all right, but you have poured water inside your engine oil tank. The car will knock, or the engine will knock. So though you have a car, it will not work for you. May that never be your story in Jesus' name. Shout out loud, I have the victory already. Come on, louder still, I have the victory already. Convince yourself again, I have the victory already. Revelations 12, 11. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. That's how you have the victory, by the blood. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. You overcome by the blood. By his blood we have the victory. 
Glory be to God. First John 4, 4. You are of God, little children, and you have overcome. You have overcome them. The believer is an overcomer. Praise the Lord. Already. It's all over scriptures. First Corinthians 15, 57. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Hallelujah. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Shout again, I have the victory. I already have the victory. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph through Christ. Always. There's no time you don't have victory. Praise the Lord. Just like if you have a car, there's no time you don't have the car. But you may not be using the car or riding the car. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the simple message here or the simple truth here is that you are not going to be victorious. You already are victorious. We are talking about simplicity during the vigil on Friday. Paul was teaching us 2 Corinthians 11 verse 3. 2 Corinthians 11 verse 3. I fear lest somehow... As the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your mind may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. What I'm saying is very simple. You have the victory. You have the victory. But like Paul was saying here, be careful, don't let Satan corrupt the simplicity of this truth in your mind. See, that's what happens to Christians that have the victory but are not living or walking and manifesting the victory. Their minds have been corrupted from the simplicity of the truth that by the blood of Jesus, they are already victorious concerning their health. They are already victorious concerning their spiritual lives. They are already victorious concerning their finances. Already. I fear. I mean, it's, it's, it's strange for... The old apostle, the scripture that teaches us not to fear, to use that phrase. Not that was this a serious matter. The simplicity that is in Christ. What is the simplicity that is in Christ concerning what we are talking about this morning? You are victorious already. You are not going to be victorious. You already are victorious. Praise the Lord. You are not going to be. Very, very simple truth. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hands and declare again, I am already victorious. I want you to take a minute, confess and meditate on that. I am already victorious. I am already. And bring it into a, a, a battle, a wrestling ring or a boxing ring with those things that you seem to be struggling with. Come on, open your mouth, meditate and declare, I'm already victorious. I'm already victorious. I'm already in that financial problem I'm facing, I am already victorious. In this health battle I'm fighting, I am already victorious. In this challenge I have at work, in my business, I am already victorious. In this sin, this, this sinful habit I'm struggling with, I am already victorious. Come on, meditate, confess. Declare it. Do that exercise for a minute. I am already. It's a simple truth. So simple. So simple. So simple. A devil has to... Um, as to corrupt your mind for you not to understand it. I am already victorious. Hallelujah. I am already. I'm not going to be victorious. I am already victorious. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
This, however, does not mean that you will not be challenged in life. I think this is where the confusion begins to arise. That Jesus has obtained the victory for you, and you have believed it as a Christian, you are born again, it does not mean that you will not be challenged in life. Satan will not say, ah, Pastor T, Jesus has obtained the victory for you financially, and you believe it, so I will never attack you financially. That's a lie from the pit of hell. And this is where many people get confused. If I am victorious, why am I having financial troubles? No, that should not confuse you. This truth, this simple truth we are saying that you are victorious does not mean you will not be challenged in life. Your victory will be contested by the devil in this world. There's a devil on the loose. We are living in a falling world. Things are upside down as it were. So people that have the victory, they may look like they don't have the victory. It may feel like they don't have the victory. They may be having challenges and difficulties that depict they don't have the victory. But that's because we are living in an upside down world. If we were in heaven, we wouldn't be having this teaching. There would be no sick person in heaven. Heaven is correct. There's no devil there bringing sickness on people that are already healed. And there's no devil of poverty trying to make people that are already rich look poor. But you are not in heaven. Yet, you are seated in heaven spiritually in Christ Jesus. But my friend, in case you have not figured out, you are now on the earth. So you are in Niger to make it worse or better, however you look at it. Lagos for that matter. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We are in a party take light. <laughs> Hallelujah. That you have the victory. Say with me one more time, I have the victory. Does not mean you will not be challenged. The devil will contest in this life. It, it's like it is in sports. Those of you that follow sports. Let's use football for example. I was watching Manchester City yesterday. My dad and I were watching football. And they were struggling with Newcastle. As if Manchester City is not the champion. In fact, there was a time in the match, it looked as if Newcastle was going to win the game. Do I have anybody that watched Premiership yesterday? I didn't watch the whole match, so I just watched part of it. But I mean, they are the champions. So. That you are the champion. Just think about it in sports. That you won the Premiership or you were champion, that doesn't mean we will not challenge. In fact, we are going to challenge you this year. And if you are not careful, we will dethrone you. In World Cup, in fact, they have something in World Cup football. They call it the champion's course. Course as in C-U-R-S-E. Because many, many times in the World Cup, World Cup holds every four years. The nation that won it four years ago, many times they either get eliminated in the first round or don't go far. It's very, very challenging to maintain the victory. You are the champion last year. You are the champion currently. But in this life, we will challenge it. We will challenge your riches in Christ Jesus. We will challenge your health. We will. We will challenge your marriage succeeding. And listen, what you have to understand that when those challenges come at you, it does not take away from the fact that you are still the current champion. Can I hear a loud amen? All the Katakata Newcastle was in yesterday did not change the fact that Manchester City are still the current champions. Now, if they were weak champions... The pressure and the galagala that the enemy was in, they, they may lose the game. That's how you know real champions from fake champions. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But 
thank God, at least if you're a Manchester City fan, they won the game. They maintained their victory. Hallelujah. That you are victorious does not mean you will not be challenged. In fact, you will be challenged. Romans 8, verse 37. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. In all which things. Look at verse 35. It tells you the things he's talking about. He said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Romans 8, 35. Shall tribulation... So, though you are more than a conqueror, you will still have tribulations. Shall distress. I don't know if there's anybody feeling stressed here this morning. Welcome to the party. It's not saying you are not more than a conqueror. See, in all these things, in the distress, I'm still more than a conqueror. In the persecution, in the famine, in the nakedness, in the peril, in the sword. And these are things we can relate with. Stress, tribulation, difficulty, poverty, famine, don't have enough. So you are still more than a conqueror. You are still the champion in Christ, but we are going to contest it. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, are you being contested right now? Is your victory being contested? Amen. And because many Christians don't understand this, when the challenge comes, um, some of them now start thinking they are not victorious. This is how Jesus said it in John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That's what we are talking about. In his blood, we have the victory. Jesus has overcome for us. But that victory that we already have, say with me again, I have the victory. It will be contested. Tribulation will come to try and make it look like you are not victorious. And this is where your faith comes into play. This is why you need faith. This is when you need faith. This is the necessity of faith. When your victory is contested, whether it's your health or your finances or your marriage or your ministry or your career or your very life itself, anytime there's something contesting the victory, you bring out your faith. That is not the time to not have faith. Or to be weak in faith. That is when you need faith. When it's contested. When Newcastle wants to defeat you. <laughs> in a football match. That's when you bring out your faith. I already have the victory in this area. And that's when you live by faith. You walk in faith. Glory be to God. And that's why you must learn faith. And master faith. Because this victory will be contested every day. Every day. In fact, the more you win, the more the contest. That's why in this world, champions usually can't retain the victory. I mean, I, 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 like I said, I was watching that match with my dad yesterday. And he just made this statement. He said, it's been a long time since anybody ever retained the premiership. That he doesn't think Manchester City will retain it this year. Now, they may, they may not. We don't know. It's at the beginning of the season. It's sometimes tough to maintain the victory. Because it will be contested. 
You are now the target. <clears throat> you are now the target. Praise the Lord. You are now the target. Everybody now wants to win you. And when that happens in any area of your life, child of God, this is when you need faith more than ever before. Praise God. So we've been learning faith. And today we are bringing the teachings to a close. Use faith. That's how you are going to have victory. That's how you are going to not have victory, maintain the victory, manifest the victory, walk in the victory. First John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5 again. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Right from the moment you got born again, you are made an overcomer. It is your nature. It's not something you do. From the first moment I was born, I was a male. They didn't have to pray and say, Pastor T, be a male, be a male, be a male, be a male. They didn't even have to pray, Pastor T, be a man, be a man, be a man. It was wired in. All that has happened in the last 40-something years is that I've just been growing in it and manifesting it more and more. I had maleness, or if you're a lady, femaleness. The moment you are born, that's how victory is for the Christian. It's in your nature. Say with me, it's in my nature. It's in my genes. It's in my blood. It's in my bones. It is who I am. Let me hear somebody shout this morning, my name is Victory. Learn to sing such songs in your spirit. My name is Victor. It's who I am. I am not trying to be victorious. I am victorious. Now, I may need to grow in manifesting it, knowing how to manifest it. Like every baby needs to grow when you are born. You have to learn how to talk. You have to learn how to walk. At beginning stages, they will help you. But you keep growing, you keep growing, and... I'm no more a male today, 40-something plus years after, from the first day I was born. All that has happened is that I've just grown. Praise the Lord. Tap your neighbor to your left and to your right and tell him, well, grow in faith, grow in faith, grow in faith, grow in faith. That's what you need, though. And you have that faith already, though. Tell your neighbor again, grow in the manifestations of your victory. Grow, just grow. You have it already. Are you with me this morning? Whatever or whoever is born of God, as, as long as you are born again, except you are not born again, no. And if you are not born again, you better get born again so you can be victorious. So you won't keep struggling in life. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory. Oh, hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. That overcomes the world. Our faith. Our faith. So it's by living by faith, walking in faith, that we will manifest the victory. That's the difference between any Christian that is doing well in one area and the one that is not. They are all equal in the eyes of God. But some have grown in the use of their faith. And others. Look at verse 5 very closely. Who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the son. So believing in Jesus, believing in what Jesus has done on the cross, which is how you get born again, that's what gives you the victory. 
That's your faith. Faith is believing in Christ. So we've taught you many things about faith. That's what we did all through August. We shared some amazing things in the vigil on Friday. If you are not in the vigil, please go and get the message. Four things that you can add to your faith. Add them to the way you use your faith. I have added things to the way I live as a male person in the last 45 years. Added how to talk, how to walk, how to behave, learned how not to behave. And that's why I am manifesting more masculinity than a baby that is born this moment. We have the same thing. We have the same thing. That's all you need. Are you getting the spiritual analogy here? I have the victory. And I have the faith to manifest the victory. I just need to walk in it. Listen, when you are challenged, see that as an automatic signal. This is how the book of Ephesians put it. He said, take up the shield of faith that you may quench the fiery darts of the enemy. When you are attacked, poverty strikes you, sickness strikes you. It doesn't matter how long it is. All you need is your shield of faith. Look for how you are living by faith. Examine it. What am I not doing that you should be doing? And pull that shield up or bring that faith out. You will win. Can I hear loud amen? And when I say you win, I mean you will manifest. Learn how to live by faith. Because without faith, you won't manifest victory, even though you have it. Without faith, you are like the guy that has a car that doesn't know how to drive. Or the person that has a car that is putting water inside his tank. That car will not help you. That's why sometimes we have Christians that doesn't look as if the life of God, the eternal life of God is adding any value to their lives. There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with the life of God. Is that what it takes to drive what God has given them. They are not learning or growing in it. And please, this is why we teach in church. I hope somebody is hearing and learning something. Apply these things. The things I shared with you on Friday, apply them to your faith. I'm going to give you one more as we close this morning. One of Jesus' main instructions or revelations to walking in victory and living in victory. Revelations chapter 2. Just add this to what we are learning. Declare with me through the blood of Jesus, I am an overcomer. Hallelujah. I'm an overcomer. I have the victory. Look, before we even read Revelations, look at all some of the texts I quoted. You see, when, when you study the Bible and you are studying revelation or truths or promises God gives you, you will see the key there. And you, you just need to start saying, ah, am I using this one already? And if I'm not using it, start using it. Am I doing this? Start doing it. And after a while, just like you, you look at all the things you have learned since you were born. That is now making you live like a man or live like a woman. It's, you've added things. That, that's all. That's all. Look, Revelations 12, 11. Before we go back to Revelations. Look at what I said. They overcame by the blood. But look, it's not just the blood and the word of their testimony. 
So what is he telling you there? Through what you say, how you testify about what Jesus has done for you will matter whether you manifest victory or not. Some people don't know how to speak. That's another thing we learn. They speak what you want. Don't be speaking depression. Not just that, and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to death. Another powerful key to living victoriously. They were not living for themselves. We don't teach that one much in church. Most people only, I mean, it's amazing how we read the Bible. It's all in one sentence. It's like that text. I was listening to Joyce Meyer this week, and she thought something very powerful. She said something. You know, we quote, um, resist the devil and to flee from you. Pastor Ender shared it with us. She said, that's not what the Bible said. What the Bible said or what the verse said is, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Some people are trying to resist the devil and not submit to God. He will knock your head like the seven sons of Siva. You rascal. <laughs> will knock your head because you are misquoting scripture or you are not completely quoting scripture. And have you heard this statement before? A half-truth is as good as a lie. That's, it's like that. They overcame by the blood. If you stop there, hey, 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 hey. and the word of their testimony, if you stop there, hey, hey, hey. you may have some victory just by the blood. But one day you will hit one demon and say, no, sir, it's not just the blood. You have been talking failure for the last three years and I've come to contest the victory in your life. And until you learn to talk success, you won't, you won't see. Then, ah, you are confessing. Have you seen people that are confessing and nothing is happening? The last one is there and they learned not to live their lives unto death. Some people don't only live for themselves. I talked about that on Friday as well. Keys to, to manifesting it. You can't live for yourself. You can't do faith for just yourself. Look at another verse, 1 John 4, 4. You have got little children. Or just, if you look at all of them, there will be a key there. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You need to have a revelation that the greater one is inside of me. Say with me, the greater one is inside of me. Or, or let's say like we started doing the video, my God is too much. Hallelujah. Greater. So I need to pay a debt of 20 billion. What I carry or who I carry is greater than that thing. You need to have that revelation. That's how you're going to overcome or manifest your capacity to overcome. 2 Corinthians 2.14. I mean, this is, what we, this is the theme of our fragrance Sunday. Thanks be to God, and through us, it diffuses the fragrance. Your willingness and your involvement in diffusing the fragrance can affect whether you walk in the victory. It's in the same verse. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Another one, 1 Corinthians 15, 17. Thanksgiving, that, that is in both 214. Um, 1 Corinthians, 2, 2 Corinthians 2.14 and 1 Corinthians 15.17. Thanksgiving. Being a thankful, joyful, it can affect whether you manifest the victory. So you add all these things. You want to see victory, you add the things the Bible teaches us. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Romans 8. Look, look at what Paul taught in Romans 8. It was in the song we sang just briefly. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. A revelation that God loves you. When you are going through trials and tribulation, can affect whether you manifest victory. 
God said there, nothing will separate me from the love. There's no height, no depth, no angel, no demon, no power, no creature. Because that's holding on to God loves me. When I'm broke, will determine whether I will manifest victory. Even though I already have the victory. If you are with me, shout aloud, amen. amen. Now, look at the one Jesus gave us here in Revelations 2. Let me close. Praise the Lord. Will you lift your hands where you are seated? And for about 10 or 15 seconds, confess and meditate again, I have the victory. I have the victory. I have the victory through the blood, through my Lord Jesus Christ. In this challenge I am faced with right now, I have the victory. I pull out my sword of faith, my shield of faith. I exercise my faith so that I can manifest victory in this situation. Hallelujah. This is having faith in God. That's how you do it. Having, that's your job. Having faith in God. This is how you do it. That you are already victorious does not mean that victory will not be contested. So, Revelations 2, if you study Revelations chapter 2 and chapter 3, Jesus appeared to John in the book of Revelations and he sent messages to seven churches. And those seven churches represented the body of Christ. So, in other words, Jesus sent messages to us. And what is interesting about the messages, there were seven churches. He ended all the messages to all the churches in a very, very peculiar, similar, consistent way. So, the first church was in Revelation 2-7. And you see this in all the other, the remaining six churches. This is more or less how the message ended to every church. The message to each church was different. But they started the same way. The context was more or less the same, apart from the peck right in the churches, and they all ended similarly. And this is how it ended. Practically all of them, all of them, not practically, all, every single one of them. Of course, the way he said it may just may have differed. When you get home, read Revelations 2 and 3. We won't have the time to do that this morning. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. You will see that in the end of every letter. Then you will also see this. To him that overcomes. And then he will say some other things. That's how every letter ended. He who has an ear to hear. Hearing from the Spirit is a key to manifesting victory. A major key. For Jesus to have said it to every church. Every church, including King's Word in 2018. He who has an ear to hear, an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. To him that overcomes. Let me tell you why many of us or some of us don't walk in victory. We are not hearing from the Spirit. Now, that's not to condemn you. You now need to add that to your faith as an, I need to hear from the Spirit. Somebody say, I need to hear from the Spirit. In your business, hear from the Holy Ghost. Concerning your marriage and relationships, hear from the Holy Ghost. Concerning your finances, hear. He, Revelation 2, 7, look at it again. He who has an ear to hear. Somebody confessed this morning, I have, I have an ear to hear. And he's talking about your inner ears, not your physical. 
Let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, let's look at it a bit closely. So, generally speaking, hearing from the Spirit will help you to walk in victory. But in context, Jesus does not say there hearing from the Spirit generally. Hearing what the Spirit says to the church, not what he told you in your bedroom. Now, what he told you in the bedroom will give you victory because it's still under the umbrella of hearing from the Spirit. But reading in context, staying with what he said, what he said is hearing what God told King's word will give you victory. Let me show you two more powerful things there. The, all, this was in every letter. It ended this way. This is how every letter started. To the angel of the church, verse 1. Look at Revelation 2, 1. To the angel of the church in Ephesus, right? Every letter started that way. What does it mean, the angel of the church? The pastor of the church. That's who the angel of the church is. So, look at what he's telling you. There are some things God will not tell you, Sal. For example, God told me, I've told us in this church, serve me. He may not have told you. But gladly when he told you, he is the angel of the church God sends the message to. So, every believer, number one, you need a pastor. And you need to be interested in what God is telling the angel of the church. It can affect whether you walk in victory or not. People that don't have pastors, they are just exposing themselves to an area of defeat. Or people that have pastors that don't listen to their pastor. The pastor calls night vigil, you don't come. For no serious reason. And you don't take the, the seriousness, okay, what did God tell the angel of the church? Because some things God will only tell the angel of the church. Look at another thing you will see. There are three things you see concerning all the letters. Some things, there were men, each church had a different message. He addressed different things in church. But these three things were there to the angel of the church, right? That's how the letter said. The next thing Jesus said is, I know your work. Hallelujah. So God spoke to the pastor. Jesus spoke to the pastor of the church. And the only message he addressed in every church was the work they were doing for God. That's amazing. And he ended it by telling us, if you hear what the Spirit is saying to you through your pastor concerning the work. So serving God is important. You see, I'm saying this because of the word God has given us at this time. I have given you an anointing for speed. I have given you an anointing for promotion. I have given you an anointing for elevation. Serve me. That's how that serve me came. It was as if it was whispering to the angel of the church, right? He that overcomes... So, as Christians, talking about living victoriously through Jesus Christ. And this is Jesus teaching us, the one that shed his blood. Hallelujah. This is after he resurrected. He now came and told us, I will speak to the pastor. I will speak to the pastor concerning the work. And it's not only the pastor that should be doing the work. This is why we encourage everyone to serve God in this church. And he now ended by saying, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. And he connected it to overcoming. That's amazing. Glory be to God. So all this has to do with walking in faith and manifesting the victory. 
that you already have through the finished work of Christ. All that I taught on Friday, I'm not going to touch on that. Please go and listen to the message. Even if you came, I would advise you, I, I, I listen to the message myself. I've noticed that. Sometimes when I preach, I myself, I need to hear. Because it wasn't my message, it was God gave me the message. Many times I do that, I sit down and I watch the video myself. Maybe there's something I didn't hear while I was preaching it. Let me to get blessed. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. I hear it again. And understand this one. Learn to hear from the Spirit. I will tell you one thing the enemy is afraid of. He's afraid of the blood. I had that from the Spirit one day. After years of struggling with barrenness. Nobody was there. It wasn't a church service. So I'm not knocking down directly hearing from God. It comes under the same umbrella. But that's not what Jesus taught here. Let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And he sent a message to every church. So hear personally. Say with me, I hear personally from God. I also hear what the Spirit says to the church. Like God has told us in this church, everybody serve me. Serve me, serve me, serve me. Find something you are doing for God. Say, I also hear what the Spirit says to the church. Through the angel of the church, my pastor, concerning the work that God has called us to do. And he connected all that to he that overcomes. That's a major key to victory there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you willing to add that to your faith? And it's not a big deal. If you've not been listening to what we teach in church, start listening. Don't condemn yourself. Just repent. Glory be to God. I can guarantee you, if you will listen and hear and obey the things I teach from this pulpit in this church, by this time tomorrow, your life will be far better than it is today. Amen. And that's not me guaranteeing you. That's Jesus speaking to you. A vital part of faith Romans 8 said, sorry, Romans 10, how can they believe without hearing? How can they hear without a preacher? You need a preacher. You need a pastor. You need an angel that God gives messages for your life. And to him that overcomes. He, he that has an ear to hear those things. To him that overcomes. You will overcome in Jesus' name. In those areas where you seem to be struggling right now, where you seem to be looking for victory and you have not seen it, I prophesy over your life. As the angel of the Lord has signed over your life, this season, you will overcome in the name of Jesus. God will overturn defeat into victory for you. In the name of Jesus. Doors that have been closed will open up for you. In the name of Jesus. Things that you have been looking for to happen, looking forward to happen, have not happened. By this time tomorrow, and by the hand of the Lord, they shall come to pass for you speedily in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have an ear that hears. Have an ear. If, if this is your church, oh, I may not be sent to everybody, but I know I'm sent to people in this church. And if I'm the angel, I don't joke. I've shared this with you. I don't joke with things Reverend K says. I learned that several years ago. I remember one year particularly. We were in pastor's meeting. Here, yeah, we had already moved here. And Reverend K was teaching. And I, it just, it's as if the only God just opened my eyes. Ah, this man has been teaching the same thing for the last two, three years. He was talking about prophet offering that time. 
He, don't, he hasn't taught us about brethren for so many years now. But there was a season when he would teach us. So, so, for about a year, he hasn't talked about it anymore. I said, this is what he said last year. This is what he said two years ago. I just said, um, you will never have to preach this message to me again. My life went forward from that time. To the angel of the church, right? God gives words to angels, men, to speak. He didn't talk to the church. He didn't send the message to the church. Of course, the message was for the church. I mean, it's written in the Bible. But it was addressed. So there are some things God will tell the pastor, serve me. We just tell the pastor. It may not be anything new, but God, the Spirit will say it. That day, the Holy Ghost told me, I will tell you one thing the devil is afraid of. He's afraid of the blood. I knew that. It, it wasn't as it were a fresh revelation. I knew that I had the victory. But when I had it, there was something it did to my faith that brought the victory for me. You will have the victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, rise on your feet. Lift those hands to heaven. Let's get ready to partake of the blood this morning. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.